Matthew 11:12, and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. The violent take it by force. Yesterday, the Lord spoke to us of all the attacks, all the ways, or some of the ways, I should say. There are many more to to bring out, but the overall areas, various types of areas that Satan attacks, tries to take over, the Lord spoke to us yesterday. Today, I want to just say a couple of minutes, then God will speak to us more tomorrow, if the Lord wills. The violent take it by force. There is this external force that comes against the kingdom of God. But then, those who are within the kingdom of God, if you're strong, if you have strength, if your strength is greater than the external force that tries to come and take over your house, which is God's house, God's house, which is your house. If your strength is greater than the strength of the enemy, then you can overtake the enemy. Not only can you overtake the enemy, but you can actually take his weapons from his hands. And you can bring him down. You can deliver those who are kept under his control. You can be used as someone who can be a deliverer, bring deliverance, set the captives free, release them from his dominion. It cannot happen unless your strength is greater and you would the force of God bring him down. In order for that to happen, there are two parts to it. The first part is you need to have the strength to fight. And you need to know your enemy. If you don't know your enemy, if you are a person, anytime the doorbell rings without looking to see who it is and you just open the door, you can be slaughtered. But if you are a vigilant person, you foresee who is outside. And even if they have a FedEx uniform or a police uniform or, 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 or a mailman uniform or, or a solar panel uniform or whatever it is, those who are careful will not open the door right away. Because it could be the enemy wearing the uniform and coming to kill you, your family, and rob you of all you 
all your possessions. But if you are able to see that it's the enemy, even though he has a uniform on, it's not the real cop, it's not the real FedEx, it's not someone who is for you, but it's someone who is against you. You don't open the door that keeps you from a lot of trouble. We saw that yesterday, not opening the door. But if the guy still manages to come in, he's really strong where he breaks the door and he comes in. Do you have the strength to fight? You can have all the weapons in your hands, but if you're shaking in front of him, here's one already. Many times, many, many times, many believers act like unbelievers where they're scared of the enemy. So scared of the enemy. The enemy doesn't have to do a single thing. He just has to show up. We see this in the book of First Samuel, where when Goliath came in, he showed up. The entire nation of Israel, other than David. We don't, we're not including the prophet Samuel because he's not in the battlefield and he's a prophet. The rest of the entire nation really shook in fear. Because of that, the enemy was allowed to taunt them day and night. He would have brought them all under his control if it was not for David so God is asking you this question today are you a Christian or a believer who gives into fear that the enemy looks bigger to you than your God Do you belong to the army of the living God? If so, then the captain of your army is way bigger than the enemy. Fear will paralyze the person. Fear will make a person totally incapable of anything, even though the children of Israel had the weapons, even though they had an army, even though they had the armor. It all became of no use. Because they couldn't get up and fight. That's the first thing that the Spirit of the Lord is addressing tonight. If you allow fear in your hearts, you magnify Satan. When you magnify Satan, he's like this balloon. The more you blow air, the more it'll expand. The more you fear, the more you give life to the serpent that was crushed on the cross 2,000 years ago by the captain of your army. God is speaking at this hour.
in order for the violent force not to take you down, you need to not fear. You need to have inner strength. In short, you need to have godly boldness. Not have fear and have faith in God. The righteous shall be as bold as the lion, the Bible says. You don't give in to fear. You trust in the living God. And if you're walking in the ways of the Almighty God, holy living, give no room to sin, then that holy boldness will be there. When sin is not there, holy boldness will be there. That's what the scripture says, the righteous shall be as bold as a lion. They will not have any fear. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Don't give into fear. Live righteously, then you will have the holy boldness that comes from the Holy Spirit. Don't give into thoughts of failure. If you do, you have given into fear. If you give into fear, then you're giving life to that what Jesus crushed 2,000 years ago. You're actually giving the enemy the upper hand. The violent will take you by force. You'll become his captive. But if you want to subdue him, which you should, because for every believer who gives in to the enemy, the kingdom of God will face, it will suffer defeat. Every single believer, you make up the kingdom of God. When you fail, God's army as a whole will lag behind, will get affected. Every believer should contribute to the success of God's kingdom by not giving into fear. You need to be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. It's good. It's important to have the armor of God. It is important to have the sword of God. It's important to have all these things, but if you don't have courage, what's the use? And that courage comes from living a holy life. That courage comes from not crossing the line. That courage comes from spending time in the presence of God. Strengthening your soul, nourishing your soul. Your inner man has to be strong. As God is speaking to our hearts tonight, just give yourselves over to this very important truth. That I will live a righteous life and receive the boldness that comes from God, the Lion of Judah. So that I can bring down 
that violent force that is trying to take me down. Not only that, that I can release those who are under his domination, the evil one's domination. Not only will you not be taken down by the violent force, but you will actually overpower the violent one and plunder his goods. Take those who are being held as captives. That's what God has called you for, and no one should forfeit that call of God. So tonight, God has spoken to his own. Living a righteous life. You live a righteous life, you'll receive God's holy boldness. That's the first step. There are many more here, which the Spirit of the Lord will speak to us. And as God speaks to us in the days to come, we will meditate on those so that each one of you can become a strong soldier in God's mighty army and contribute to the success of God's kingdom, bringing many who are bound and crushed by the enemy. Shall we close our eyes and look to the Lord? Father, thank you, Lord, for your presence that is here. Thank you for your word that you gave to your people. We thank you, Lord. You're so faithful. So faithful and true. Thank you for strengthening each and every one here this night. You give power to the faint. You gave power to each and every one who stayed here, who came here, who chose to sit in the presence of God with expectation. And thank you, Lord, you never fail your people. I pray that the presence of God continue to rest upon your people. And as they meditate on what you've spoken tonight, let it go deep into the spirits of your people so that they can receive the strength from the word that you have spoken to them. Keep each and every one in the righteous path of the living God. That they may be bold as the lion of Judah, deriving their strength from him that they may become a mighty force through the Holy Spirit working in and through them to plunder the strong men and to bring many from his kingdom of oppression to the kingdom of God which is the kingdom of joy, peace, and righteousness. With this blessing, I bless your people with, and I thank you for doing this. In Jesus' most precious name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. 
May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon us and be gracious to us. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon us and bless us with his peace. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God the Father, and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit rest and remain with us all now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen. Amen.